0: The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hey, it's Drew Powell, Butch from TV's Gotham, and you are listening to
2: The Showdown podcast. From Hollywood Pictures, it was a quiet, peaceful town where nothing ever changed, middle America, until a stranger from the city arrived. Ah! You distract him. I'm gonna hit him over the head with a shovel. But once they got to know him, I call you dad. Their lives would never be the same.
3: It's a miracle. Son in law. Go with it, man. Just do it. Oh,
2: yeah. 747. Rated PG 13. Sneak preview Sunday, June 20th. Check newspaper for Showtime. party, just We just want the money, money just I know you want to
3: This is the Showdown
2: Podcast. This is a uh,
3: former, former award-winning podcast. We have not won a lot of those lately. This is obviously uh, the perfect song to... Intro: Our son-in-law episode, 90s Paulie Shore movie about a college with no black people.
2: Great. Right. <laughs> not that w- no, I saw. Uh, we
3: have uh, another. Uh, we have another segment of Harper's movie reviews for you, and we have uh, a lot to get to, so this is a, it's a jam-packed show, and you heard that soulful voice there in the uh, intro, that is, uh, I, I that is, you know, let's start with it, because this, this is kind of uh, his opening, Yeah.
0: so where is he joining us, Corey? He's on the Bottoms Up Skype line. Bottoms Up Draft Beer Warp Speed, very impressive, but you. you might want to also introduce the fucking person
2: off in there as well. It is Vic Miller, all the way white ass How are you, Vic?
1: That's right, folks. I'm here.
3: Okay, that is that. He's got the most epic entrance of any of us. <laughs> I, know, really. I am Brad Scott. I am joined here by Corey Miller. Hello, and uh, Vic. Yes, we opened with "This Is America," is a new song by (laughs) childish Gambino, Uh, aka Donald Glover from Community. You might remember, aka
1: Lando Calrissian,
3: correct from the new Star Wars movie. And Vic, why did you want to start with that song? And what what, what is uh, what is your what is your thoughts on the song?
1: So this song has consumed literally my entire week since I heard it i have gone down horrible rabbit holes i have listened re-listened watched stupid evaluations of what the, what the, the the lyrics mean what the imagery in it mean like it's been a horrible but wonderfully ridiculous rabbit hole that i've sunk myself into because of this, this song so what you, <laughs> what what lyrics
3: are being you know so like
1: okay so real quick the first thing is is right off the beginning like the song he's dancing throughout the entire thing right and one of the funniest things that i've seen is like i saw these two i think it may be a father and son uh youtube channel and they're two white guys from the south and they're watching it and, uh, you know, he starts off dancing and everything, and they're just kind of going along with the beat. And then when he pulls out the gun and shoots that dude in the head right at the beginning of the thing, like they just about jumped out of their fucking skin. They're like, oh, no, I think we can't watch this. This might be racist if we're watching this. It's hilarious. That's the, like, uh, the, the, the,
3: that is, a, by the way, yeah he it's almost like it looks like almost like a terrorist video, right?
1: They, well, yeah. On well, his knees.
3: No, he's chair. sitting in a chair. He
1: was he was a guitarist in the beginning, and then when they they take him out of frame, when it comes back, he's got a bag over his head, and they he shoots him in the back of the head. But the pose he takes when he does it is uh, like reminiscent of an old Jim Crow um, poster. It had a white guy in blackface with this really weird kind of crazy ass pose that they used to do all the time, and it was like reminiscent of that. So like, there's just a bunch of little Easter eggs, little things in there, both historically. Um, and, Do you call
3: uh, a reference like to Jim Crow an Easter egg? <laughs> well, <laughs> just I mean, pretty light for the gravity who, of the
1: situation. <laughs> I'm putting it in terms that people will understand.
3: <laughs> okay, so wait. Now the
1: word Easter egg resonates with everybody now. So,
3: and what's the reason for shooting? Okay, you said now. Uh, you, did you say it was a racist guy he shot?
1: No, no, no. It was just a black guy. It was a black guy, like just playing the guitar, and then they took him out of frame oh, and we came back. Wait, Donald
3: Glover shot a black
1: guy? Yeah. So yeah. who's outraged?
3: Yeah. I assume every like, yeah, people that, that's, would love the, this. that's
1: the that's the funny part. Like every nobody knows where they stand because they don't um, they don't know what's going on. So it's like it's so open to interpretation that everyone has a different opinion on what he's trying to say. And that's been the most interesting thing about the thing. So like to me, the whole thing is a depiction of what's going on in the black community in America right now. And he technically is to me it's like he's also commenting on how media and things are distracting from the real stories and the real like headlines that are going on. Except for when the media decides that it's important. And that's what the gunshot to that guy's head was that when he shoots the the uh, the gospel choir, like those were huge headlines. Those were things that the, the that um that the media thought was important. So like they keyed in on those And those became kind of like big things in the media. And that's what he kind of did there too. So, it's just it's interesting like people are like well I don't understand why he's doing this he's dividing the nation like there's one group of people who are like oh he's just trying to to draw a black and white line between people so that it's all racism and all that and then other people are like well he's just kind of making a social commentary on what's going on in the black community and other people are like oh well he's just talking about the things that are actually going on and no one's paying attention to and then like the dancing and stuff that's going on in it I I saw one guy that was talking about how um, I didn't even notice that all that stuff was going on besides when he shot those people because they were I was so entranced by all the dancing. You like you didn't notice like all the shit going on in the background of this video. <laughs> like, how'd you miss it? I'll tell you <laughs> what,
0: when I first watched it, I was watching it more from a filmmaking aspect because I kept watching it going, There's no cuts, there's no cuts. But then every now and then there would be something that would like a wall, like the camera would go in front of a wall. Right. I'm like, okay, there's a cut right there. I'm looking at it from that. And then and then once I started reading that there was other stuff that was kind of what, what Vic is saying. What social
3: message did you think it was sending out? Corey? A- at the
0: beginning, nothing. I wasn't looking at it. No, that I know, way. but I'm just saying. Just no. It. I had read the the, the the stuff that Vic was saying, and then I went back and rewatched it again. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I see. You know, now I'm I'm looking at it from what he was trying to portray uh, in the movie or er, in the video, but. Uh, one other thing. That yeah, it would
3: have been better if you just would have been like, oh, I, 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 probably, uh, pollution is killing our planet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, like the the pants that he was wearing, I guess, were like Civil War type pants. Yeah, they were. Uh,
1: and, they, and the, were the they, boots were and were his they, pants were
3: they Kanye West brand and cost seven thousand dollars? Yeah.
1: It's funny that you say that because I just watched a video um, of him doing an interview with I think it was like the Breakfast Club or something like that, and they were like, "Well, you know, what do you, you know? You have such a weird uh, brother, sense of first, style." Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not he's Don like, Don you, have "You have well. such a no." He's like, "You have such a weird sense of style." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Because I don't wear anybody's shit," and he's like, "I don't." I tell everybody like, "You don't wear other people's uh, you know designer shit because all you're doing." It- them money. If they see Donald Glover wearing Gucci, then Gucci's getting money from him for free and they're not paying him anything. He's like, so I fucking wear like fucking Walmart brand whatever <laughs> or whatever I find and I, that's what I put on Um, because he, that's exactly what he doesn't want to happen. He doesn't want to do that. Okay, he with
3: giving and some money.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let me ask you this because I haven't seen the video yet to be honest. I I heard really? about it but I haven't Watch you I've been keeping myself kind of Out of the whole social issue loop uh, For a little while Because I mean I think you need to at some point like I think everybody Needs to take a break because (laughs) When you're on the when you're on my side It gets exhausting (laughs) You know I'm in the minority a lot With the area of the country I live in so there's times where I'm just like, I got to take a break. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's all fucked up. <laughs> like, somebody's going to get fucked over sooner or later because it happens every day. It's awful. And usually I'm up for the fight and I like to, you know, stay in an opinion of, you know, we should just be nice and fair to each other. But sometimes I'm just like, it oh, just gets exhausting. It. But so I haven't seen it yet. But just from what you guys have said, and especially what Vic said about like, you know, everybody's asking, like, what does he mean by this or whatever? Do you kind of look at Donald Glover like, you're kind of a dick. Explain. Like, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we do this with people all the time. Like, people, other people have, like, this art that's just, you know, it's very yeah. interpretive and left up to interpretation. And it's right. just like, well, tell us. But
1: see, that's the thing. Like, it, it, I feel like he's – I actually appreciate what he does more so because he, he, he crosses so many different, I guess, talent styles. I don't know how's the best way to say it, but like he sings, he's a comedian, he he dances, he's an actor, like he does so much shit. Um that like a lot of times most of his stuff is like that. Like you're just like, What the fuck was he doing? And then it just starts it sparks a conversation about whatever the fuck it was that he did. He's gotta give us an answer
3: at some point, right?
1: Well, and that's the thing. Like he, it. I think it's better that he doesn't because yeah. it's it sparks so many conversations on so many levels with so many different people. I know, but it's but you can very clearly. Here's, here's the thing: you can, you watch it, you will very clearly see what it is that he's doing. It's not like he's hiding any of it. It's all very blatant and very upfront. It's just that now it's forcing people to look at you know all the things that he's bringing up because like there's if and if and again. A lot of people, like I heard a lot of them, which was interesting. A lot of the people, and they were mostly of Corey's, um, they look like Corey. Uh, they were all saying, they were all basically saying, like, I don't understand what the oh words God. are coming out of his mouth. I don't understand what he's saying. And uh, because I don't understand what he's saying, I don't, I don't think I understand the message that he's trying to put out.
3: <laughs> <I hate laughs> like, how do
1: you not understand the message he's trying to put out? I he's hate- literally walking around with a gun shooting people.
3: <laughs> I hate when people say, I hate rap music because every song sounds the same. It right. sounds the same to you because you don't listen to rap music, right. but it, but it, technically every song in every genre sounds the same. To mm-hmm. me, you could play Leonard Skinner, Pink Floyd, all that shit. I would probably struggle. I'd get sixty percent off guessing who is right. you know who's saying what or whatever. They all sounds that that all sounds the same to me. Classic rock, mm-hmm. country yeah. music, all sounds the same to oh, me. Oh yeah, it sounds. Like a pissed off, sad white guy, uh, <laughs> about his privilege. You know, you mean Corey? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's why he's got it on repeat every time I walk into this. house. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the same time, though, you know, I kind of look at some of them because who, who else is like that? Where like all of their, you know, art and stuff is always very interpretive and 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 always discussed pop. But music. they're a love. Or uh, they're alive, excuse me. They're alive. What do You mean like an artist? Yeah. Who's an artist that produces some form of art, whether it's music, art, whatever, that's always usually kind of interpretive and controversial. People call, are questioning and asking what it means. And that person, like I'm not saying like Tupac, where people can listen to his music and go, what does that mean? Because he's yeah. dead. Yeah, I'm talking about somebody that's alive, like Donald Glover, who we could just go, oh, well, let's interview him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like... I, I like who else is like that.
1: Though? I'm, I'm literally asking for examples and names that can you think of somebody Oh the top of my head. I really can't that's that's that That's alive right now that I have not necessarily right now, but when they were putting out their art, their, their body of work?
3: Yeah When they're putting out their body of work, they were alive and could have answered Questions like what's something we've always questioned. I'm trying to think like, like I know there's a bunch of examples uh and for some reason, I just can't think of any off the top of my head. The
0: only one I can really think of, and this is just, you know, maybe reaching, is Kanye.
3: Nah, I mean, but... Yeah, like but tweet. that's because he's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, this I know. Is a, this is a music video that people don't understand what it means, right? Right. Okay, Jeremy.
0: That I think that's pretty much... Pearl Jam. I think that's pretty much... Hey, Eddie yeah.
3: But I think he has explained it. He just didn't do a very good yeah. job.
0: <laughs> well, it, w- it was the 90s, and he w- at that point, he was pretty much not wanting to explain shit. He didn't, you know. So I'm at, at this point, nobody's asking the question anymore. But I think that was kind of a, an example of being right in your face. And, and, you know, you see it, that's what he means. You know, that's what they mean in, with the video. Man, I, if I don't that know, was, it
3: was it nowadays, they would have like a... Uh, oh,
0: it'd be banned from MTV. Well, they'd have a
3: YouTube Red version. Yeah. Hey, Where you see the kids? Have you guys? Have you guys heard about the? Okay, sorry. I I okay. Because what I'm a, what I'm, I I just thought of something I want to talk. I wanted to talk about on the show, but it will completely shift gears. So I will let you go with your point
0: core, and then Vic, oh no, no, I was I was done. I I I think Vic, he, do you have
1: anything so else? So the other the other point. Of this is right. Basically, he got huge. Like this thing went super viral overseas, and like was trending like crazy everywhere else, in the U.S. for the first two for the first week, and then it started gaining more traction as people started talking more here in the U.S. But it literally was like at the bottom of the list for, like, trending topics at first, and then it just kind of blew up because everyone realized what he was doing Night Live. and kind of understood what you're saying. And yeah, Saturday Night Live definitely helped with that. Um, but then uh, this chick, uh, Arber, uh, from mm-hmm. Canada. Nicole Arbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She made a parody of the song literally like last week.
3: And it is not Um, being received well, right? Oh,
1: no. It is being like annihilated. Basically, it's her, it's, it's, so as much as he's talking about um, inequality for the struggle of the black person and like media not paying attention to um, the true blight of what's going on in America, she's talking about like wage gaps and how women aren't taken seriously. And to be completely honest, like it's not a great parody of it, but she did, did like, I understand the, 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 I guess the, what she's trying to say parody but when you do a parody like i don't feel like you should be like i don't know the video is pretty good um i mean she's a good dancer she's another like multi-talented person who did she um, shoot in the head uh she didn't shoot anybody there was a mom, there was a uh, a black woman breastfeeding a baby at the beginning of the um at the beginning of the video so where he would have shot the way he shot the guy she just did like uh this weird like like arms up gesture thing i don't know whether it's like some kind of like you know she like you know how everyone goes off about people breastfeeding in public, like th- she put that as the as the first part of her song. Like so there's this black woman just breastfeeding her baby right out in a chair, and like and then she talks about how like if uh, you know get paid, uh, having to survive in a rape culture. So, a lot of social justice warrior like feminist kind of buzzword shit that was going on, um, but I mean it was a pretty good parody as far as like her kind of tracking with. The feel of his video, like she parried it, parodied it pretty well, but it just was like a disaster. New like Lives her. Matter. Yeah, it was a disaster for her um, yeah, on, it the, on have the, been. like the social and the uh, and the the like I guess PR front. They've
3: <laughs> talked about this on the Dan Levitard show before, where Dan has said that, like you know, he's had black friends say this, and I've talked to black comics that have said similar things, where they kind of look at like the uh like women's the women's movement and everything mm-hmm. not not the times up not the sexual assault stuff but the wage right. gap the being treated equally thing mm-hmm. right like when black people hear women complain about that Vic you can you can let us know is it kind of just like
1: i mean is it kind of an eye roll it is because you're still <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna sound really <laughs> racist. There's no way around this. It is because you're still a white woman in most cases. so, wait, like,
3: yeah. okay, so like, yeah, You have
1: you have black women who have been dealing with the race issue but even as a- along with along with the women's inequality issue, along with like just all of that stuff has already been in this community and we and, and even like as a black man man you we're still dealing with what white women are saying is their issue like the the wage gap and all that stuff is like yeah but that's that's always been like that for us like we have the same problem as you as a white female or a female in general of any if, if any ethnicity we still have that as an overall race of people <laughs> But
3: you're kind of so looking like when, at it
1: like you do
3: realize for a good portion of this country's history it was white man white woman dog right. uh black guy
2: <laughs> right like yeah, yeah, yeah. Al- so it's got to be like black.
3: really like oh yeah i'm sorry you get paid 70% yeah of what a man makes do you realize uh we used to get paid Whipping and whippings, like, and being whipped. Right. That was our payment. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And put him in the pens and had to fight each other to death. That's how we were paid. Thanks. Yeah.
3: Like, that's, uh, <laughs> it's gotta be, that's a weird thing. And then, but even, but then I would think, honestly, the black woman looks at you, Vic, and goes, <laughs> oh, really?
2: <laughs>
3: you, you're in the struggle. <laughs> yeah. Because at least you, <laughs> no, it would be because the black women are looking at you, Vic, like, you do realize For a good portion of this history in this country, it's been white man, white woman, dog, black man, white mistress, black woman.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: here's the the issue I have with it. I haven't seen the video, but based on what you said. The issue I have with it is if you're going to make, if you want to make a statement like that, fine. Go for it. Whatever. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Which Hold, let me finish. video are you taking issue with? I'm talking about <laughs> or, hers.
3: Okay. Okay. I thought we might have had to, Oh, no. We might have had to. No, no, no. Stop it at it, folks. No. 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 Edit, folks, but no. No.
0: <laughs> no. If you want to make a statement like that, fine. But do not basically um, parody a video that's already trying to make a statement. Because what you're doing is you're basically stealing an Wait. entire he's hold on what she's doing is stealing basically an entire idea. It's like, oh, you know what? I can do that. I could just switch it to make it to where uh, this is all the all, all the things that are you know keeping the uh, white woman down or so to speak,
1: or just women in
0: general yeah. or
3: or is it if you want to get attention to a cause and a movement, you kind of do what she did, which is cause a controversy about it, mm-hmm. ride the wave of a. Uh, but it's affecting it. Sta- populace- negative
1: PR is still PR.
3: Exactly, cause you're. So what you're basically saying is, like, you know, be a be original. Uh, exactly. So
0: because if she were if she were doing it to be funny as a joke, that's totally different. That's t- you know it's totally satire. Center Night Live does it constantly with different things. I'm that's so fine. Weird
3: Al did a parody. Of this is America called uh, I don't know uh, this is uh my Corsica yeah. you're
0: fine with that that's fine because it's satire, but we're like instead doing, of shooting
3: a guy in the head of the opening of the video he his gun is a gas nozzle, and he puts it into the Corsica
0: Hey, weird owl if you're listening you know brad's Brad's available ah. Uh, but Wait, yes. what would I be doing? Oh, you're 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 directing this video for him right here. You're creating. No, video. I'm up,
3: but no, I'm saying like, what I mean, isn't that the smarter move
2: though?
1: Yeah, I, well, well, it definitely it, is. It definitely is to get to get the buzz out there. And so she's riding the wave right now. So I know I've seen this video like twice at least today.
3: Do you feel like it's different taking shows. away from Donald Glover's statement, or no. is it even drawing more attention to his statement? Because now his video is back in the
1: news cycle. I mean, so here's the here's the deal. What it's doing is is all the people that are defending Donald Glover's work against what she did to it. Like that's what's happening. So they're like, oh, I can't believe she did this. This is horrible. Like this this whole the, the actual her, her 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 song is crap. Blah 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 and Donald Glover you know she should have done this to him his, his this song has such has resonated with so many people blah, blah blah i was like that's funny because literally the media and everyone else were ignoring this song up until last week yeah well like, it just it, <clears throat> and now it's all, it's trending at number 24 as of as of yesterday it was trending at number 24 well this
0: song just came out the right after his uh, episode of Siren Live, uh, what so right? Vic, so it's only been out like a you week. You sounded like
3: you had some. You sounded with with your kind of breakdown of the song and video, the parody. You sounded mm-hmm. like you kind of had some perspective about it. Well, because uh, it's
1: it's not that she did. Like I I don't feel what's your, like
3: what's your just what's your opinion of her of her decision to do the parody? Because you you kind of broke down the parody itself, right? So what's your, but what's your, what's your opinion on her decision to do that parody?
1: I feel like she made a smart choice like you said in riding that wave of popularity, um, by just recreating his video in to, to serve her purpose. Um, I feel like she actually, she did a really smart thing do you find everyone's offensive? talking about it right now. I don't find it a at all, and I don't think Donald Glover would find it offensive he, because he's he's the first one to say "fucking get your money." I don't Has care. Said like, about Nothing, not a word. And he doesn't think, care. She's not. Even I don't think he cares.
3: Doing it for money. She's doing it like before a noble reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. while you might think she should do it creatively original, her intentions are good, right? She's not, it wasn't like she was just trying to capitalize. No,
0: I understand that. For
3: her own gain. Right. I'm sure she was aware there was going to be a lot of negative attention that came with that decision. Mm -hmm. Like, as honestly, as a person that's in a business where, obviously not me because (laughs) I'm very irrelevant, but I have (laughs) seen friends and how they are treated. To by the general public when they get a you know a little bit of notoriety to where they're introduced to a wider audience,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I kind of empathize for her decision because like I said, I'm guessing she knew going in she was going to get a lot of backlash and a lot of negativity, and it's not always the easiest thing to see and deal with.
1: Well, she's she's also not one that shies away from that because she's the same person that put out uh, "Dear Fat People," <laughs> 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 like she does some shit that usually he gets her. No, not at all. She's like an ex like uh cheerleader for like one of the basketball, like whatever ooh, Toronto's ooh. basketball team is or something. Oh
3: my god, how is she still relevant? <laughs> yeah, look, look her up. You like cannot she's I not mean, after she big can,
1: women. She can sing, she can dance, she's That's she's yours, a comedian. It. She's supposedly a comedian. I don't know. I've never seen her like do stand up. Right? Uh,
3: everybody tags comedian onto their fucking to their fucking title now uh, because they go, do, right. they go out and go out do those little uh you know, sideshow
1: but she doesn't she does do a lot of parody stuff she does do a lot of like stand up like in her in her monologues that she does for her YouTube channel, like most of it is like kind of controversial shit that gets her in trouble or it gets people yelling at her or thinking that well, she's in like, point yeah but but it, again it gets her a ton of views yeah, so and with like this, it's a noble call. really she's she's doing She's not doing bad. It's just people are all outraged. they're like, oh, and I've heard a couple of all oh, cultural appropriation. She's just doing that because a black man found a way to make it to make his make himself heard. I'm like Donald Glover's made himself heard for a while. This what? isn't new. For me.
2: Yeah, is it like really... his
1: music is normally go heard back? Go often. back
0: to the first album.
3: Is it? Let yeah. me ask you this, Vic, as uh, as our resident uh, person of color uh, <laughs> that we could go to with these questions. Um, do you think it's you know, the cultural appropriation for Halloween when, like, kids dress up as Indians or uh, pimps. Well, I know, because you know what I've always found weird people say that, like, <laughs> you dress like pimps nose, is cultural appropriation. I'm like, do black people want to
1: claim that? It's like, well, right,
3: that's yeah, that's, that's
1: really not. There are white pimps, too.
0: So. I was going to say, that's like saying that there's no people, there's no white guys. That well, are you pimps. know what I mean, though. The no, Indian I, know, thing yeah, I know.
3: is the, the I, I think, pimp was just the only, like, the only <laughs> other. Example, I could come in with in my mind, which I know is probably yeah, wrong. You, That's
1: racist. Pimp is okay. You couldn't be like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get drug dealers for Halloween." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> that yeah. wouldn't work quite as well. Although so. Vic, I but think no, I, pimp is still just as bad. Probably, He's yo, yeah, women, most definitely, definitely. But there, there is a, there's been a more comical light put on it due to certain people's portrayal of pimps. Um, well, to where people think it's funny, but uh, but the, let's get back to the question. Do you think <laughs> yeah. that's
3: a cultural appropriate? Like, do you think that's offensive for people to dress as Indians? Because if you go back and look at history textbooks, that's what yeah. Indians look like,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: Look, a couple face paint things. So yeah, here's braided hair and a and, a, it, and a,
1: a shawl or a fucking on Halloween as a costume. Okay, so if 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 someone dresses up as And as an American Indian, okay, and puts on a headdress and all that other stuff and, you know, do the Indian sounds, quote unquote, I, I honestly think it's a little disrespectful, but it's also consumerism. And unfortunately, we can't get we can't get around that. But see, but hold on. I don't think it's cultural. It's not a cultural. It's because it's one day. It's not like they're trying to do it to make a lifestyle out of it. When you're talking about cultural appropriation, you're talking about taking something from one culture and trying to move it into your call into your daily life to make it part of your own culture, and then saying that you did it, that you created this, and that that you are behind this. That's what cultural appropriation is. Well, Rachel Dolezal did that, but she actually technically did
3: get to the head of the NAACP, so she did create. (laughs)
1: so yeah that's definitely
3: definitely my thing was like like, i get that like you you're like me you kind of have perspective and instead of looking like sometimes you can't always look at what's right right and wrong because like literally and i know we always want to have that never give up and look at the one out of a million stories of the person that overcame the impossible odds sometimes you're better off going after different, impo- you know, impossible odds. Sometimes you have to just look at how to handle the bad situation as opposed to fixing everything, which is kind of what we do in this country. Now, like, like, we used to do a thing where we would just change the channel or stop listening to a certain person, and now we have more options than ever, but we're still obsessed with trying to parent and control and censor and filter people's options, which makes no sense to me. hmm Right. Like when people say, this certain internet show should be canceled. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wait, really?
0: Yeah. Just don't watch it. H- how are
3: you even here?
0: How did that's you that's find true. this show? Right. You right. know, like, th-
3: it Bob, bothers- it's-, it's annoying. So, all right, do you have anything else, Vic?
0: Uh,
3: no, that's, that's, that's been my week. <laughs> all right, so I have something. What do you got? I just recently discovered there's a movie coming out this fall. That is causing a lot of controversy. Did you guys hear about this?
0: Uh, I don't think so. The house
3: that Jack built?
0: I saw something, but I Uh, didn't look into it. Did you hear about this, Vic? I I saw the bunch of people left during the screening.
3: Matt Dillon plays a serial killer.
0: Okay. uh, Who pretty
3: graphically murders children. Okay. In the movie. All right. And that is the big outrage. That children are being graphically murdered during a movie. Okay.
2: I... I get you're yeah. trying to
3: do the whole That doesn't seem like a big deal thing But for an audio medium It's just you giving me a half
0: yeah, a second Half no, a word answer I'm
3: trying Hit him
1: with a Vic oh. I, I'm, I'm looking You can't do that to me right now Vic, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no, trying to get what? caught
3: up You're about it. to lose sound guide privileges <laughs> Because you gotta be ready once or twice I have one device my <laughs> sir Here's, and I was you ready. Harper, be ready. When Vic. Harper was how on here, how long have you done this show with Corey? Harper hasn't been. When on Harper yet. was on here, she hasn't has been on yet, Vic. <laughs> she she hasn't done a it's segment. on last
0: week's episode. Oh okay.
3: Oh okay. We, we, we,
1: we, you have, you <laughs> said you had a week to prepare. Two weeks. We took a week off. Well, well, you know what? You're gonna have to deal with it because you brought up something that I didn't know about. I'm so I still I'm not hit him it. with it because <laughs> I'm still looking at Jeb the house.
3: And you know what? From now on, do it with your mouth if you're not prepared. From now on, if you are that not prepared, you do you make the sound with Vic's voice. Oh. Anyways.
0: Here's the problem I have with that, with that, uh people getting outraged over it. Obviously I haven't seen the movie and this is the first time I've heard about the reason why. I saw that a lot of people left the screening at con. Uh, but I didn't really read the reason why, because uh, most of those people that are there are, are uptight, snooty, snooty producers and whatnot. Anyway, heard
3: it was the biggest walkout since Medellin.
0: Uh I thought you were gonna say Geely.
1: Hit him with Vic. God damn it, Corey! Stop getting, stop getting unprepared. <laughs> I am, trying to, I am trying to Stay woke, understand Victor. what your problem is.
2: By the
3: way, Corey, yeah. you know what my joke was so much better than yours? Yeah. Mine was referencing a fictional movie made by Vincent Chase in the TV show Entourage.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> it, I, I, it wasn't, you picked
3: it's... a bad movie that probably was never at Sundance it, or Combs. <laughs>
0: It wasn't until just now that you explained that I realized. Oh yeah, that's a movie from uh, Entrush. Okay, but here's the re- <laughs> here's the, here's the here's the problem I have. The fact with that. that
3: you even thought, even if you thought that that was a real movie, the fact that you thought you were gonna top whatever joke I had come up with with the hacky cliche Geely, like I'm surprised you ever brought that up when we talked about Ben Affleck as Batman.
0: That was my next show. The
3: same guy that's Geely.
0: <laughs> no, um, is the- Geely a person? By the way. Was Ben Affleck Geely? Like, I don't know. I didn't ever watch it. Why was that movie either. called Geely? Vic, do you know? Did you watch that movie? Is that the
1: one with uh, fucking Angelina Jolie or some shit no, like that? No, Ben Affleck and, and Jennifer Lopez. It's when they were uh, dating. Yeah.
3: So it was one oh, of those no, things where it was like, but I don't know. I don't know who I would yeah. think it would be because Jennifer Lopez doesn't seem like the type that, that's going to be like, oh, papi, we should do a film together.
0: <laughs> you know? like She doesn't seem like that type. I think type. that's where they met, though. I think that's okay. where they initially met. Um, here's Dude, he left
3: Jennifer Lopez for what's he married to now?
0: <laughs> uh, what's he, <laughs> what's married, he to? married to? What's he married to? The thing with the, the teeth, chick, right? The chick from the Capital One commercials. The thing with the teeth. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of teeth. I think there was somebody in between, but I'm not sure.
1: He, anyway. He, w-
3: he gave up a lot of ass for a lot of teeth. Yeah, he did. Ben Affleck's got some weird shit in his uh
1: yeah, uh, we like, don't know. Did he really give it up, or did J Lo give him up? They probably both did. Ooh,
3: that's true. And wasn't wasn't Ben Affleck? Wasn't that like her kind of like kind of her fuck off to Puff Daddy?
1: Yeah,
0: and so. then and then she went to Mark Anthony.
3: Yeah, because Puff Daddy, the whole thing with her and Puff Daddy. Because remember then like, because J Lo's pretty savage.
1: They were, be, they were trying to ja be. They were trying to be the next. Uh, yeah,
3: ain't that funny? You know, Diddy was like, damn it, I hate this song, but I can't help but not dance to it. It's an infectious beat. And where's Ja Rule now? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Ja Rule uh, was just a part of that big scandal with the uh, the big music festival, Fire Festival. Did you hear about that? No. It was a uh-huh. music festival. I believe it was headlined by Ja Rule.
4: And it
3: was $10,000 a ticket. Uh, it was at this island. What? It was at this island, Vic. Heard, and it, yeah, they, like, it was supposed to be like this... It was almost like you were going to be staying at like, a first-class resort. Right. So these people paid thousands of dollars for their tickets. And, it and was when fucking, they got uh... there, it was like a fucking emergency rescue tent was where they slept. And <laughs> their, their gourmet meals were literally like bologna and cheese sandwiches. Jesus. And so, yeah, it became a huge and Like, Ja Rule didn't show up. Yeah. Like, nobody was there. There was no music act there. Uh, it was just <laughs> this huge... Thing. Anyway, sorry, Corey.
0: So, so Okay. So my thought on this whole thing about getting mad is it's stupid.
3: By the way, we're talking about the house that Jack built.
0: Yeah, we're going back to that.
3: But that that's that's what you have to offer.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's stupid. stupid. Yeah, it's stupid because if it were if he were just killing regular adults, nobody would have gotten mad. But because it's kids, we're like, oh no, you can't do that. Well
3: Well, no, no, no. You do this a lot. Yes, of course. Because see, because seeing an adult being gruesomely murdered, it's something we're accustomed to. It's an adult. Mm-hmm. Kids, there's more innocence there. Mm-hmm. Like the adults, we we, we kind of figure out, don't we, when we all become adults? That like, oh, we've all done some fucked up shit that we're not proud of at some point in our life. You know, like especially when you get to your thirties and forties, you kind of look at it like, you know, yeah, he's done some shit, you yeah. know. And then kids, though, you don't see that.
0: Yeah, and 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 I'm sure. Again, I haven't same seen thing the movie. with pets. People don't can't handle seeing a pet. Movie.
1: Yeah. So this says the house that Jack built is a dark and sinister story, yet and through a, uh, a philosophical and occasionally humorous tale. And this dude's running around co- chopping up kids. There's
3: like three movies that have that same title, so I would include Matt Dillon in your Google search. No, that's this is the one with Matt Dillon. Oh, that's supposed to be a comedy.
1: I I don't know. I mean this is this is this is I'm what I'm pretty it is. sure a
3: lot of people walked out because there was almost like they said a torture like a torturous uh graphic disembowelment of a child.
0: You know, and maybe that's was it, it was the director Lars von Trier? Is that did I Can read we that get right? a
3: can we get a synopsis? Can like I'm gonna look too. Corey, you should look on your phone too. <laughs>
1: The story, in fact, follows a highly intelligent serial killer over the course of 12 years and depicts the murders that truly developed Jack as a serial killer.
3: Wait, there's a trailer.
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: Do you guys want to do you guys want to watch the teaser trailer or listen to the teaser trailer? Yeah. Yeah. I think you will be able to play it. The old cathedrals often have sublime artworks hidden away in the darkest corners for only God to see.
0: The same goes for murder.
3: That's it? That was it? That was it? What the? All right, hold on. I'm going to go back to my YouTube one that's 40 seconds long. Yeah. Let's play I'm that. I'm going to
1: find that one. Too. Well, hold on. I'm that was ridiculous. Now. The old
3: cathedrals often have some. Oh, this might be the same thing. way in the darkest is it? For only it is the same thing, Vic i what it. those other 17 seconds are,
2: though.
0: I don't know. The same, same Advertisers? <laughs> well, let's say this.
3: Oh, yeah, it is. It's an advertisement.
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> it seems to me that that is not a comedy. And, in fact, on IMDb, it's listed as a drama horror thriller. If it is truly a horror film... You can't really be surprised that you know anybody is uh, can I don't know what the word is. You can't Continue be surprised. It? You can't. It, nobody is safe from being killed. I've
3: got well, the uh, I've got the plot storyline. Do you guys want to hear this? Good. USA in the 1970s. We follow the highly intelligent Jack over a span of 12 years and are introduced to the murders that define Jack's development as a serial killer. We experience the story from Jack's point of view, while he postulates each murder is an artwork in itself. As the inevitable police intervention is drawing nearer, he is taking greater and greater risks in his attempt to create the ultimate artwork. Along the way, we experience Jack's descriptions of his personal condition, problems, and thoughts through a recurring conversation with the unknown Verge—a gr- grotesque mixture of sophistry, sophistry. Sure. S- S-O-P-H-I-S-T-R-Y sophistry mixed with an almost childlike self-pity and psychopathic explanations. The House that Jack Built is a dark and sinister story yet presented through a philosophical and occasional humorous
0: tale. Here's the thing. Here's the thing you have to keep in mind too. Lars von Trier, uh, especially in the last, probably going back to 2003 um so like the last 15 years his movies have really been really art house style and make it's not his Who? movies aren't really for any for everybody Lars von Trier, the the director oh, okay. um, well, can you give us examples yeah uh let's see the, la- the is last the one- last still with us yeah he is i'm the here the last one he did he did it in two parts it's called nymphomaniac so you can kinda guess what this mo- what both those movies are about. It's a volume one and uh, volume people
3: two. like people who are obsessed with the legend of nymph.
0: That's correct. The
3: child uh animated movie. Remember that? Mm-hmm.
0: And uh Is it The Secret of Nymph? Uh, yeah it's Secret the, it's of Nymph Nym. Uh then he did Wow, one. they did a
3: two part movie on people that
0: are Yeah whew. It's crazy. Uh then then before then he had a movie <laughs> called Antichrist. Which I heard, it's like one of those movies where it's like. Did you say ha- "anti Christ"? Anti Christ. Um, it's one of those movies where it's like "anti
3: Christ" sounds like a, uh, sounds like a uh, Jewish, uh, Christian romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> "Anti Christ," starring Jerry Stiller.
0: <laughs> um, but Alec Baldwin. And then, uh, then Dogville. Dogville had some some questionable scenes in it as well, too. So Meryl
3: th- Streep. What I'm trying
0: to say is, he,
3: Julia Roberts, and introducing Sophia, Grace Anatomy. <laughs> Go ahead. I was trying to think of like a name of like what would be like a like a younger actress debuting, and I. Sophia, and then
0: so, so Grey's Anatomy Grace Anatomy. Last name
3: Grace Anatomy.
0: Uh, Grace
1: Anatomy. <laughs> Go ahead. What now?
0: The the director is is not. Uh, it,
3: he makes a lot of uh, things what? where you're kind of like, is this dude?
0: Yeah, it's it's really because
3: like, does a part of you think Stephen King might have a little bit of a uh, touchy feely side?
0: I think he's got.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's just he's he's not. Uh, trying to think of what the right word is look i
1: I feel like they've done it now at this point they've done everything um and now the only way to really make this happen or work is to use kids what was that stupid movie we we watched with the 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 girl that was a boy Sleepaway Camp is that it? I was uh,
3: getting ready to say uh, was the that it Amanda Bynes?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: was that it, Corey? Uh, yeah, it's
0: sleepaway. Okay, camp. All, wait, so that wait, 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 wait. sleepaway
3: camp, she's all that. Like,
0: what was that? The you one? know
3: she's all that is the movie with Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, is that the one? Okay, where he makes over. What is her fucking name? Rachel A. Cook, yeah, from nerd to prom queen by removing her
1: glasses, yeah, right. That's the well, one. That's the Superman effect. So, like that movie was all kids. Like they, they were teenagers, slightly older, mid twenties, but mo- almost everybody in that were kids. They didn't show them grotesquely being killed per se, but it was unless they like have a kid nailed to a wall with his guts being ripped out of him and like showing the whole thing which i don't think they're going to get away too much with it's going to be a lot of uh, of you know quick cuts as the as the the, the killing blow the coup de gras is dealt the kid they're going to cut away from it and show it in shadow or show it in back effect or backlighting things like that um but it's just the idea of someone maiming and torturing a kid has people, you know, saw, you know, soft-willed people not willing to to allow that kind of art to exist is really what it comes down to. Yeah, you know,
0: they they really shouldn't be surprised. Hey, Brad, what, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, you know what some of the tree is? I looked it up. No, it's the use of fallacious argument, especially with the intention of deceiving.
3: Ah, so
1: he tries to deceive himself. Right into believing whatever he's doing is okay.
3: okay. I found a guy who is who went to the screening and did a review that he says this is the four, I'll tell you about the four most talked about sequences in the film, leaving you to judge whether your stomach can take it. So you guys ready? Yeah. Go ahead, hit me. <laughs> all right, you have to, so I'll read each one, and then we'll all, uh, whether we think it's grotesque or not, So if it's grotesque, it gets zero dank memes. <laughs> 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 okay, here's the first one. The tamest killing in this film is the first, as well as the starriest. Irma Thurman plays a woman with car trouble who has the bad luck of running into Matt Dillon's serial killer on the road. Her car jack is busted. She pleads with Dillon to drive her to someone who could repair it. But the more time two must spend together, the more Thurman begins to get on his nerves. She's a needy ballbuster who calls Dillon a wimp and since this is an incel murder fantasy, of course she must die. Dylan smashes her face with the broken car jack, a moment that is replayed over and over again throughout the movie. It's worth noting that Von Trier stacks the deck so considerably against Thurman's character, as well as every female character in the film, since they're portrayed as dim, hectoring, or both. A uh, few That a few members of the press screening audience clapped when Dylan attacked her. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right.
0: Okay,
1: I'm fine.
3: So smash in the face to a fully grown Uma Thurman with a carjack.
0: Okay.
1: Zero dank memes. Whatever. Okay.
3: So you think it's grotesque?
1: Oh, 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 zero is good.
3: Okay. So it's it's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that. I've seen I've seen worse in movies.
3: Okay, here's number two. Every so often in the film volunteer flashes back to a child version of dylan's characters and one such interlude the boy takes a duckling and snips off one of its legs a truly horrible shot that looks as real as can be a budding sociopath he then sets the duckling back in the water and watches it struggle to swim suffice to say volunteer won't be getting peta's co-sign for this film Nah, yeah find at the end but uh uh snipping yeah, off sure. a duckling's leg
0: when it comes to this animals, is playing off animals. I mean, this, is, this is a child
3: animal. Is a duckling. It's yeah, not even a full. When, when this it, adult hasn't done. Cocaine. Right, but he's a child too. This adult hasn't yeah, he's done. He's though. So this adult hasn't. He's lived. a child. When he, he's a child it, when it, he let me get it. in the joke about people are much more sensitive to the duckling because the duckling is innocent <laughs> and hasn't oh, has a, you know uh, blown a a guy in a in an Applebee's parking lot.
2: Blow the
1: guy in an Applebee's parking lot. For me personally, when (laughs) not
3: until you're a full-grown duck, (laughs) you better not be quacking off anybody (laughs) in the Applebee's parking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to animals being killed, or I've heard you're loose as
3: a goose. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's the last
0: one. When it comes to animals being tortured or killed on screen, I have a tough time with it just because... Whoa! Whoa!
3: The guy who was like, I don't see what everybody's so mad about torturing and murdering children. Hold on. Let me finish my sentence. But
0: if you touch that puppy... Hold on. Let me finish my sentence. (laughs) Uh, While I have a tough time with it because I am an animal... uh, I I do like animals. I had to make sure I phrased that correctly. (laughs) 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 I am an animal I love an animal every night. Um... I it, I don't you get mad. You were the
1: guy I, in the parking lot of Applebee's with that duck. He's cracking guys off.
0: <laughs> I, I don't get mad when it happens on screen. I, I, I will I will turn my head and just not look. And from all the different serial killer movies and shows I've seen, and from what I understand, uh, it starts at an early age where they are killing innocent animals. So for that scene to be in the movie, I would say that... that uh, tends to it's, help it's, it's, establish the character as a serial killer. That's where you know that's where it began, or that's where it may have started. So I'm not opposed to that. Like I said, I'll look walk away. Out,
1: Walkout worthy right. material. Keep
0: going.
3: Zero dank memes. Right. Zero dank memes. Although I think it should be ten if it if it's okay. Like if it passes. Like if it's grotesque. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, would
1: yeah. earn zero dank. Okay. Memes. We'll go 10. No, because I give zero fuck. Happened. So zero works out well. All right. All right. If I give ten fucks that it happened, then that's 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 what's gonna be the thing. So all right, well, ten date memes. Or no. zero date memes. Zero.
3: Okay. Yeah. So this is how the, the third one the sentence starts. The worst sequence in the film comes in the middle where Dylan takes a woman and her two sons out for a picnic in this scene, which has become instantly notorious on the Crosette, Dylan tells the boys. That when shooting deer, you must target the smaller fawns before picking off the mother. Sadly, they're the only ones who can't pick up on his foreshadowing.
2: <sighs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't bad. He, re- okay. <laughs> he, he
3: rebounded from the uh, pita
2: joke. Clever, writing, right? Clever, right? In no
3: time, Dylan, Dylan is hunting the family down, and Von Trier shoots much of the sequence through the periscope of Dylan's rifle as he trains it on the children and pulls the trigger. Once they are slain, Dylan lays the boys on the picnic cloth and forces their distraught mother to spoon-feed them lunch, and then goes after her, too. Much of the violence in this film comes in brief spasms, but Von Trier really lingers on the children's corpses here, panning up and down their bodies as though he were directing a lascivious advertisement. More terrible things happen in the sequence and its aftermath, but those shots are the undisputed high or low of
0: Von Trier's tastelessness. Okay, so basically they're mad at at seeing dead kid bodies. And you, I'm assuming you see them get shot.
1: That and lingering on it. So you see, like, if you see a kid get killed in a movie, it's a kid getting killed in a movie. If you see a kid get killed in a movie and then they They position him as a tableau and then repeatedly show you the dead body and the you know the carnage of the 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 kill in these long, slow pans up and down the kid's body. so you have to take it in for a, a, an uncomfortable amount of time. Then, yeah, I understand what they're saying about that. Um, and it's but it's still, it's still not walkout worthy to me. like, I'm gonna give yeah. that, I would get gi- I would give that three dank memes. Simply because of the uncomfortableness of uh, those long shots.
0: Yeah, I would probably go one. Simply because if you've ever seen the movie Cooties, I saw more kids be killed in that movie than it sounds like what happened in this movie. It sounds like there was only two in this movie. There's a whole How bunch old of
3: were them. the kids in the Cooties?
0: They were like elementary. Fifth school. graders? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What's that about?
0: Um, what were they dying uh, of? It's a zombie movie. It's a zombie movie. Oh, but a... No, but no, but
3: no. It's different. Because those are kids being killed by zombies.
0: No, they were zombies, and they were getting killed. The kids yeah, got but cooties. They're a zombie.
3: They're not a kid anymore. They're a creature. Yeah. The these were two kids who were having a picnic and got shot.
0: Yeah. they're still they're still kid actors, though.
3: Yeah, but
1: no, you're, we're talking about the visual of yeah, it. So like the it, optics it, of what yeah, happened is these I mean, kids. Are running for their lives. They're scared, to, you know, out of, scared out of their minds. And this guy is hunting them down. He shoots them, and we're assuming that he kills them on me, the,
3: sh- the, per, per the shot. Creepiest but, part of it all.
1: Yeah, but to bring them back, lay them down on the thing, and say, "Hey, you need to feed your children," and then go now run because I'm going to hunt you down too. Like I understand what they're saying. Like it's just it is, and, and it's unnerving. It's, yeah, it is unnerving, because but then to make it even more so turning
3: into zombies and having to shoot yeah, it in the head.
1: To make it even more so by making you relive that whole process for an extended period of time that and that, that makes you even more uncomfortable about the whole situation. I I understand that, and that's why I'm saying like giving it 3 is about the best I can do because it's still not enough to make me walk out of the movie. Yeah. Like it's 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 tough. It's rough to watch, but that kind of makes it well, that might make it a good movie. Like, if you were a zombie, I Corey, I could
3: just shoot you in the head because you're a zombie. It's not Corey in there. Yeah. But if you were <laughs> you now, I'd have to think, but then I could still probably shoot you in
1: the head. <laughs> All right. Well, at least in the knees, slow slowing down. Are you guys oh, yeah, ready for the fourth? Oh,
0: yeah. oh there's one more? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Hit me
1: with it.
3: How do you pronounce the name K E O U G H? K-O-U-G-H. K-E-O-U-G-H. Cow? Cow? Keo? Then there's Riley Keo. The American Honey... I was about to say American Horror Story. The American Honey actress appears as a woman who dates the creepy Dylan, despite the fact that he humiliates her and refuses to actually use her name, preferring instead to call her Simple. The uh, one thing about her that both Dylan and Von Trier care about are the woman's great tits. And eventually, Dylan pulls down her blouse and makes incision marks around them with a red marker. You can guess where that one's going to go. Even if Keo takes too long to catch up, as she screams, he soliloquies, telling her that men are the real victims. Whether that sentiment is more egregious than the fact that he later turns one of her breasts into a wallet, well, that's for you to decide.
2: Well,
1: I mean, he's recycling. (laughs) Do at you, least he's get at the strip club,
3: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah I the, to me that's not walk out material either it just it's creepy and and everything that's been explained it 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 like i like I said, this is supposed to be like a horror thriller, and all this stuff is just basic tropes of a horror thriller. I don't see anything wrong with anything so far, and if in
1: fact it makes me want to watch it because it's like, oh maybe flightless. we're jaded, but. Yeah, I, I literally am in the same boat. Like, I don't feel like this is something no, that I, I it's too. just it throwing them walking out. But um, now, now I'm kind of interested to see where they go with it to see if they can actually make it. I want I'm I'm, cha- I'm making a challenge. Like, I want you to make me want to walk out of this movie now. If they're saying that that's that's how bad this movie is, I really want to see it to see if that's actually true. Like, if it'll that that reaction. Uh, and I'm, I'm a black man. I'm not walking out of a movie after I have to spend all that money.
3: <laughs> and especially, I mean, you already missed the first 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, y'all, y'all know they got like 45 minutes of previews.
2: <laughs> um,
3: okay, well, did uh, we have it? Oh, last thing to talk about. Yeah. Deadpool 2 comes out tomorrow.
0: Yes, it does. Today. Yes. And Came it, out today. And, but before we get into that... Um it's it's kind of a uh, a birthday present for one Mr Brad Scott.
1: Yeah. It's thirty six no Happy birthday shit. to you. That's about all you get. Yeah. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit. It's thirty six.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. Dude,
1: everybody stop giving a shit after twenty one,
2: dude. Just I did what I it say. It's
3: out. it's like 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 twenty
1: two. Yeah. I was I, I, I thought
0: yeah. I thought when I turned forty that would you know, people would be, Hey, oh, you're over the hill, it's forty. Nope, not a word.
3: Oh uh, yeah, that's because when you turned forty, there was still only like eight people on the planet. <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, yeah. Uh, but Deadpool two comes, yes, comes out today. So I am looking forward. Uh, my daughter and I are going this evening. Unless Corey was late with this, then we w- we went earlier this evening. Yep. <laughs> uh, but we don't want to talk about it. And during her segment, we're gonna act like we don't. E- we're not even gonna bring it up. Okay. So, yes, I'm really looking forward to it. All have you seen the new little scene with the kid where he shoots the fireball and pushes the girl into the thing and then pushes Colossus into the bus? No, I don't think I saw that one. It's pretty good. It got me excited, even more excited to see it. It's like a little 2-minute snippet from the movie. Yeah. It's not really anything that's been in the trailers. You actually it's like a it's it's like the 2 minutes from the scene because there's some dialogue and stuff. Oh yeah. You
1: see they do have they have they intersplace that scene of him blowing Colossus into the truck. With uh, cable shooting something to make it look like cable shot him in the truck. So, ah,
3: okay. Well, yeah, but no, that's the kid that does that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I figured as much because the the background didn't match. So, uh, so, Corey, you? Yeah, you I've got, to bring this I've up? got
0: my, yeah, I've got my, I've got tickets for uh Friday night, for uh, tomorrow night. Vic, so. are you
1: going? I am. What night are you Movie going? Movie pass uh, probably on Saturday. So then, maybe
3: Sunday. When I get back from North Carolina,
0: we need to do a uh a spoiler app? Uh a yeah, quick pass? Up. we can do spoiler that spoiler cast. Yeah, we can do that. Uh I was gonna say Vic and I will be already recording that day, so we can uh, we can do we can do that too. So be looking for that next week. Um all right, well uh I guess let's hit uh Do you wanna do do you wanna you know go what? into Harper's Harbour section?
3: Uh, let's let me go grab my daughter and we'll get her uh, on for her. We'll, we'll go ahead and do Harper's movie review and then we'll go into commercials and then we'll come back with uh, son-in-law all right so enjoy Harper's movie review i'm just going to get her now my name is what my name is my name is name my name is my name is, my name is, my name is my it's time for harper's <laughs> movie my review This is where we talk to my 10-year-old, almost 11-year-old daughter, Harper, about a movie she has seen recently that she enjoyed. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Harper Henson. Remember, you got to talk into the mic. It's an audio medium.
4: (laughs) Hello, Vic.
3: Oh, she wanted to say hello, Vic.
4: (laughs) Because
1: I'm the important one. You know why? Because I know
3: mm. the way. <laughs> Man, they have really bonded over that. Apparently so. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, first, before we get to your movie review for the week, uh, first, how are things going? Good. How's life? Good. Uh, and you're about to be done with fifth grade, right? Yes. Um. And where do you go next? Are you excited? Yes. Are you a little scared? kind of What's the what are you most nervous about for middle school?
4: Homework on Fridays.
3: <laughs> Man, that is my kid. <laughs> like you would think maybe peer pressure, bullying, uh, you know, older kids, all that stuff. Not nah, just work. Yeah. Ugh, they're going to make me work on weekends. Specifically Fridays. Well, yeah, and you know what? Guess what? what? Your weekend doesn't start until that homework's done.
4: Oh uh, no. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah, I know the way to uh avoid uh, poverty, <laughs> and it's the opposite way of where I've gone. <laughs> so, welcome to the welcome back. Now, what movie are you going to review for us this week?
4: The new Overboard.
3: The new Overboard. The
0: new Overboard
4: in theaters, folks. Spoilers.
0: Wow.
3: Yes. Make sure that spoiler tag <laughs> for this episode, Corey. Got it. Is I'm sure that people have been lined up and bought online their tickets for weeks. I'm for sure they have. Overboard. Yeah. Uh, they call it the Star Wars of the romantic comedy world.
4: <laughs> Warning, Corey. It's Mexican. <laughs> what? <laughs> Repeat that. <laughs> Warning, Corey. It's Mexican.
3: There's a Mexican in there. Oh, oh okay. multiple
4: Mexicans. Multiple. Oh shit.
3: <laughs> well, they lost Corey's There's money. People,
4: <laughs> Corey's out.
3: <laughs> um, so, okay. So, who did you see the movie with?
4: My step grandma, Angie.
3: Step grandma, Angie, and uh, uh, did, you got, did you go to one of the theaters that had like the nice reclining? Yes. Seats? Uh, did you get candy or popcorn?
4: Pizza. At the theater? Yes, they served that.
3: Was it good?
4: Delicious.
3: Really? Really. Really. What would you compare it to, like, another pizza brand people might know? What did it remind you of?
4: That one place we went on my field trip.
3: That's very way to make it universal, Harper. Except
4: the waitress.
3: (laughs) Except the waitress?
4: Yes. Uh, The movie theater waitress. Actually, the field trip waitress, she was, like, Ope, and just instead of because you know, we had a choice between cheese and pe- cheese and pepperoni. but oh, Note the this. waitress was like, "Screw you all." Yeah, and this and
3: forced my child to eat pepperoni. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What okay. is this? What is this a third world country? Yeah, I know. Um,
4: it was delicious though.
3: Uh, okay, so you went saw overboard. So what was overboard about?
4: It's like about um, I'll tell about the old first. Okay. So the old one, a.k.a. the original, Mm -hmm. um, is about a woman who's really rich and really bitchy. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hires a carpenter who's like, "Um, you're spoiled, and I do not want to work for you. Bitchy woman's like, no, I'm going to push you off. And takes his expensive tools, probably the expensive thing in his house. like They were silver. Okay. Pushes them overboard. Get it?
3: Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
4: um, and then that night, the lady is out on the deck. Uh-huh. Thank you, Wave, for knocking her over into the water. She gets amnesia, general hospital. Okay. And, she, and then the carpenter gets revenge. I don't know if it's technically revenge, but he does it for his kid. Oh, wait, that's a new one. But he, like... Pretends that she's the wife of him.
3: Okay, so she gets amnesia, and this is the original with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. Kurt Russell pretend uh, pretends that they're married.
2: Yes.
4: So
3: he can have like the rich life.
2: Yeah.
3: And then do they fall no. in love?
4: Actually, no. Um, the woman gets the poor life.
3: Oh, so she lives like a poor person. Yes. But she didn't know really that she like lived like a poor no. person, right? Because she's never known that she was rich.
4: No. And guess what? But
3: they fall in love, right? Yeah.
4: And the husband's original wife before—spoiler alert—the what? Wi- the carpenter's wife dies, and but we don't see it. Okay. Um, she was really fat.
3: <laughs> so probably diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Okay. So what about the new one? What's wha- wha- what? What about the new one?
4: The new one's practically opposite gender, but I'll explain the whole thing. Okay. So um, it's a me- it's a Mexican man, and his father is dying. Okay. He's really old. Just like you, Corey. <laughs> 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> give it, give it
3: to
0: her, Vic. Hold
2: oh no, on, I wasn't prepared. I was looking up the movie.
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> I didn't expect. I didn't <laughs> expect that.
3: I got gotcha. you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Dling! Right. Dling.
0: There you go.
3: Okay, go ahead.
4: And then, um.
3: So the dad's really old.
4: Yeah, and they're going by boat. Okay. And, um. Where are they going to? They're going to a state, I can't remember.
3: Okay. And uh, where are they coming from?
4: They're coming from Mexico.
3: Okay. And they're going to the United States? Yeah. Illegally. So, Corey's definitely not seeing this movie. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) they... uh,
4: Corey is the Donald Trump of this podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, hold on, hold on real quick. Are we recording...
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: Okay. So uh, they get. To, okay. So the new one. They get to America. Yeah. And it's the. Uh, it's the uh, Corey's arch nemesis, <laughs> yes. <the> Hispanic gentleman, <laughs> and his father. And what happens when they get to America?
4: Well, they didn't get to America before. Like after he fell, they got to America after he fell. Off. Well, they didn't. But um, so that night. Wait. What? Okay, let me just explain. Then the you know the like girl instead of the man.
3: Okay, so wait, so they're going to America. Yeah. Okay, and are they poor or do they are they rich?
4: Um Mexic the rich guys. The Mexican are rich. guy is rich. Yeah.
3: Okay. And then so you said there's now who is this girl? Where did they meet her? She's
4: um well, um they had a job and, uh opportunity for her and she took it. She wanted that money.
3: Okay. <laughs> Thirsty? <laughs> yes. Uh it what so is this on affairs?
4: Anna Ferris?
3: Is that the name of the actress? Yeah, it would be Anna. Okay. The blonde. Yeah. Kate acts like this. I never heard of that. Yeah, anyways, uh <laughs> so Anna Ferris it, it, it was the opportunity to like to work for them yeah. on the boat.
4: So she cleans the carpets. Okay. And then like the rich dude's like, Hmm, can you give me some papaw- papaya? And she's like, I don't I'm not like your servant and she he's like, But you're already going there and then she starts dissing him. And he's like, "I'm not gonna give you your paycheck," and she's like, "But I worked here, so I get my paycheck." And then when they start moving, mm-hmm. um, the boat. Yeah, and she's holding on, trying to tell him to stop the boat. Um, he just pushes her off, and um, they ha- she had a very expensive, like, carpet cleaner. Mhm. Throws it off, and it's electronical, so. Oh, so... Dick sh- move. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Gory move. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what in the <laughs> hell? <That's laughs> unrelenting. relenting. Oh, um, so, okay, so then... So this is kind of basically the turnaround of the first original, where she throws the tools off.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Let me guess what happens next. He bumps his head... No. ...and gets amnesia.
4: Okay, let me explain. And then he's trying to get a little... <laughs> With a lady, and he's like, oh, no, where are my condoms? (laughs) So he's looking everywhere on the boat for his condoms. And then he finally finds them underneath a pillow on the dock. Surprise, surprise. Okay. (laughs) And then he's like, finally. And then they hit a big wave. He knocks over, and the horrible, I mean, he's horrible because he's not doing his job, a man is just, like, dancing to music instead of watching the security cameras. So he doesn't
3: see him fall off?
4: No. And then when he does, he really doesn't care. He just thinks it's, like, some of his items.
3: Okay, and then so he falls off. Now, th- this is where he gets amnesia.
4: Yeah. Okay. And then he's walking around in his robe, messed up hair, and he's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then um, he goes to the By bathroom. the way, that's how
3: Corey starts off every morning. He's <laughs> wandering around in his robe, messed up hair, going, what am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, so then he, uh, Anna Ferris comes across him.
4: Yeah. And then... Actually, no, not yet. He's in the hospital, and his sister, who wants the company,
3: because
4: mm-hmm. she's the oldest mm-hmm. and wants the money, Okay. Um, is like... Another thirsty. <laughs> yes. Not another thirsty thirsty bitch. bitch. Yeah, another thirsty
3: bitch. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead.
2: <laughs>
4: and then um, she sees him in the hospital, and they're like, is this your brother? Because they think it is. And she's like, no, I don't know this man, and pulls on her shades and sachets out the... The fucking hospital, like it's America's next top model. <laughs> 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 okay. Profanity, <laughs> yay.
3: Now <laughs> 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 don't overdo it, or the or the, we will get to talk to like uh, child services. No, <laughs> um, so don't
4: talk to YouTube police.
3: Uh, so they, uh, so that she, so the sister would would disowns him <laughs> basically, so that she can get the business. Yeah. And then what happens?
4: And then, like, it's a, like, um she hears about it because um, one of the workers at the pizza place. Because then she explains, like, oh, no, um, her gran- her uh, mom decides to be a greedy little person and decides to go, hey, I'm going to go showbiz and leave you alone. I know you don't have money, so bye. Okay, so. And then she's like, oh, man, our house is evicted. um That, that, the car, I owe the car. C- carpet cleaner, one thousand dollars. Okay, the Anna Faris character. Yeah, and yeah. then the guy walks in and is like, "Hey, did you h- do you know this guy?"
3: Wait, what? Oh, okay. So wait, so she's at the hospital?
4: No, she's at work, one of her jobs.
3: Okay. She has. And who? Jobs. Wait, who comes up and says, "Do you know this guy?"
4: This guy, I can't remember his name. Okay. Um, he's really fat. But I mean, <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, I mean, that but That like, are down. But I like just like it. you, Corey. <laughs> no. no. I, do, I I appreciate the roasting of Corey, but you he's obviously not fat. Old, yes. Yeah.
0: I've lost weight. Decrepit, yes. Here.
3: Uh deplorable, yes. <laughs> um fat no. So where uh where does the uh so where so, so where so who is I don't mean, like, who is the guy exactly, but, like, why is he asking her if she... And who is he asking if she knows the guy that fell um, over, that has amnesia?
4: Yeah. So, because, like, like sh- they know she has multiple jobs. And then he's like, oh, look, this guy who's rich got amnesia. And she's like, wait, I know this guy. Runs to the hospital and is like, hey, he's my husband. Wait, the f- best friend gives him advice first.
3: Well, hold on, hold on. We can skip her. all that. Okay. Uh, so she gets to the hospital, tells him that she's married to him.
4: Yeah. And then he's like, "I don't believe it."
3: The guy that wakes up, yeah. Also, oh, wow, so even without amnesia, he had no, he wanted no part of on affairs
0: <laughs> 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 Was
3: this guy played by Chris Pratt?
0: I think so. Um,
3: so, then uh, does he end up just staying married with her?
4: And then um, he's he like, lives poor. Okay, one second. And then um, the doc, and then she's like, "Oh, I have proof." And he's like, "Prove it. You have a, you have a tattoo of a, of a cartoon." cartoon mask mouse wearing a sombrero on your butt cheek and then he's like like gasp and then he goes bu- and then he goes out like in public everyone can see it. he lifts up and he's like see i don't have it and then he looks at his butt cheek again and is like oh my god you are my wife
3: is that was it mickey mouse
4: no it's mexican mouse
3: oh speedy gonzalez, speedy yes. gonzalez. okay um so then, so they're married now. Well, he thinks they are.
4: Yeah.
3: It's Mickey's poor cousin. <laughs> <laughs> does he, uh, Corey never seen that cartoon. No. Um, so then does he, does she live poor or does he live poor with her?
4: Um, cause then they drive back and then, um, he Wait. sees it. He's like, Oh my God, I'm poor. And then they walk in and then the three girls go, daddy. And then they hug him. And he's like, these aren't, these aren't my kids. Um, and then he's like, and then she's like, oh, you don't remember your three of There's Emily, the older kid, sports girl, and Michelle, little girl. I'm calling her Michelle because she looks like Michelle.
3: Oh, from Full House? Yes. <laughs> well, um, she's the youngest. So wait, okay, so then, so then yeah. do they end up falling in love? Um. Let's get to the end. Yeah, we got to skip the, because yes. you have a bedtime too, so. Yes. Uh, so they fall in love.
4: Yeah, and then, um. Go ahead. Then, you won't get this if I don't th- so then he's like, three bells of a maid for forbidden love. And then she, he hears three bells from a boat and he's like, that's her. And then they run and then they hug and then they get married and then the girls are happy. Okay, the so then
3: does he ever figure out that he's actually rich?
4: Yes, he did before the end. Okay. And then he leaves.
3: Because he got mad, right? Yeah. Like, this is obviously the big montage scene where mm-hmm. he gets upset with her because yeah. she lied to him. Yeah. Uh, but then later realizes that, yeah literally this woman that I had hired to clean the carpets on my boat <laughs> who I didn't have enough respect for to not try to ruin her life. Kidnapped me. Kidnapped me. Lied about my identity and hers. But I must marry this woman. Right. <laughs> we we yeah, had this... Uh,
1: he fed her, she, she fed him three meals a day at least.
3: <laughs> uh, so then they... Uh, so then he, get, he gets mad. Does he go on... Uh, does he, is there a scene where he's walking around and there's a song playing?
4: No, but um, he gets in a limo, and the this part made me cry because the little swan was riding her bike, like screaming, Daddy, Daddy, I'm um, trying to catch up with the limo.
3: No offense, Harper, though. If I found out that I had been swindled and I was rich and I didn't really have kids and I didn't have to be a parent and be responsible anymore, you'd be riding that bike yelling, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> 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 you know, I'm uh, kidding, of course, right? Okay, uh, She's crying now. I'm uh, not. So... Uh, what? So then, when he comes back, uh, how does he come back? How does he decide? Like, because um, he obviously there's a big confrontation, yeah. right? He makes a, a run for it uh, to catch her somewhere, right?
4: Because um the boat is chasing after the yacht. Uh huh. And then he and then he jumps off, and then the
3: wait. Would you say he jumped overboard?
4: Give him it. Oh, there, that's. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. I was
4: ready when Harper wanted it. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: Uh, so and then he catches up to the, he jumps onto yeah, the boat, yeah, and uh, tells her he loves her.
4: Yeah. And what happens? Actually, no, that's not what happened. So then the father is like, "If you marry her, you will get nothing in my will." And he's like, "Nothing." And then he's like, "I'm not sure if I want to marry her." If I get nothing in the will.
3: Oh wait, what? <laughs> I was like, what kind of romantic comedy male lead is this? He's supposed to have morals and then be Damn above it, man, everything. you have
4: one job.
3: And it's just, oh, oh yeah, he's like, wait, nothing? Yeah. No, I mean, I understand if you want to cut me out of the business. And
4: then the fat guy earlier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, he's like, are you sure you don't want to adopt me, sir? Because <laughs> okay. he wants that money.
3: So then. Uh, he decides though d- the money's not worth it.
4: Yeah. And he wants to marry her anyways. Yeah. And, and then, then they kiss on and they'll see.
3: Okay. But then does his does he get the money like later? Does
4: No. So he gave up the money? Yes.
3: Wow, that makes me think about the the uh, you know, the uh hypothetical decision I made earlier. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna go <laughs> for the money. <laughs> uh, so they don't I mean they live happily ever after you think, but let me ask you this, Harper. Uh, Because these movies always end, right? Right there at the big kiss at the end. What about six months from now? (laughs) When when her snoring in the middle of the night just becomes too fucking much.
4: Oh, no. He sleeps in the shed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, this is how you should find out. So that night when they come home, he's like, I'm not going to get laid. And then she's like, you just met me. You don't remember it and you want to do that? And he's like, yes. And then he just gives her blankets and pillows. And he's like, and then he's like, but I have to sleep on the couch? He's like, no, in a shed. Damn. <laughs> At least he gets a bed. Savage. <laughs> so- but there's no toilet. He has to pee in a Mountain Dew bottle.
1: Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, large. I <laughs> <laughs> may not have wanted to sleep with him after all. He sitting in a
3: Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> uh, so let's. Okay, so how many dank memes do you give overboard? Ten. Ten dank memes?
0: Wow.
4: Yes.
3: Is there a follow up? No. So no Uganda knuckles. No. Just the ten dank memes.
4: Yes. All yes. right.
3: So All right. no,
4: it gets ten dat boys.
2: Oh, I thought it was dank we memes.
4: I know, but there's specific dank. Me- this is like a like a second Uganda knuckles, second place boy.
3: No, no, you're giving out too many. Re- <laughs> re- you know what? You know what? I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna. The Uganda knuckles is only given out. When all four of us agree.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: From now on, you only get 10 dank memes. And you give it all 10?
4: Yes. So,
3: Overboard, uh, Corey, real quick, yeah. or Vic, uh, Google the Rotten Tomato uh, rating for the new Overboard. I'm assuming Vic's doing it. Are you doing that, Vic?
1: Yeah, I'm on it. Hold
4: on. Give me a second.
3: What do you think it is, Harper? What What percentage? Do you think it's Rotten Tomatoes? Now, 99. remember, these are critics.
4: 89.
3: 89? So you think it's Certified Fresh?
4: Yes. Corey?
0: I'm going to say it's probably about 45. 45? Yeah. He's saying green splatty. Yeah.
4: Damn you, Corey. <laughs> uh, hey,
0: I, I just know how they go. We'll see. We'll see where it ends up. Well, you have to remember, he
3: when he was a kid, movies didn't even have words. Like, there was no, it was, they, were just they
0: were just flickering just on
2: screen. Well, there were
3: words. It was just, you, you yeah, had it was to read it. on the thing. Like, they didn't have. There was no sound. Yeah, there's no sound. Damn it. Hit me with a no. Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't do both at one time. <laughs> <this laughs> <laughs> no remember, we
3: switched to. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> you do not deserve to give it to him, Corey. You still suck, Corey.
3: You do have, you got, the key to roasting Corey, though is to let him fuck up first and believe me, you're going to get plenty of opportunities.
0: Otherwise, you, you just come
3: across as bully. I was going to say,
0: have you been coaching her for the last couple of no, weeks? No, honestly, no.
3: I've not said a word to her. She just has a vendetta.
0: Apparently so.
1: The Overboard 2018 tomato meter is a 29%. Oh, wow. Audience scores
3: 73%. Oh, so the audience agrees with Harper. Not quite. Not quite. I mean, she's putting it in her all-time list. It's closer. But, but very close. So, yeah. All right, then I might have to see this. A,
1: Corey was actually right about something. That's a little
3: scary. Well. <laughs> well, kind of. Kind of. He still really undershot it.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, Harper's <laughs> 10 Dank Memes is the closest any of us got. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that is Harper's uh, movie review. Now, uh, do you remember how we end this segment?
4: Play some fucking epic music for my segment, bitch. (laughs)